episode 70 of Music Ray Gun. I'm Paul Champanelli. I'm Kirk Pinjohn. This is the show where we pick a music-related topic, then we watch video clips about that topic and talk about them. Today's topic, we don't have a topic. No, we do not. Because it's a 10th episode, and every 10 episodes we do... A grab bag. We're grabbing bags. So there's no theme. No. We just we just each picked five videos that we wanted to talk about, yeah. and that's all there is to it. And I'm pretty sure we went way weird and way just all over. I went a little weird, yeah. I went, I went a little like, what is going on, yeah. Yeah, it's a grab bag. That's, that's, it's, it's the videos that don't and probably never will fit into any topic we'll pick. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's never going to fit. Right. So let's just throw them in here all together with the weirdness that they deserve. Yeah, so let's just jump in. You've got the first one. Oh yeah. And uh I didn't I, I didn't watch any of your clips okay. when you sent them to me. And Good. I don't know what any of them are, but I know who this is. Yes. This first one is uh a gentleman who is in one of my favorite TV shows of all time, mm-hmm. Miami Vice. No, I'm not doing Don Johnson's Heartbeat, which was the <laughs> obvious thing to do. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing also Don Johnson sucks. Don Johnson does suck. Oh, I was just kidding because I thought it was going to get oh, you all riled no. up. You're a huge Don Johnson fan, I thought. Of Miami Vice. And his acting. He's a good oh, actor. Oh. And um, I actually, as a joke... One oh, of my, his music sucks. Yeah, yeah. As a joke, one of my friends uh, sent me uh, Heartbeat, which is his uh, big album uh, from the 80s right. on vinyl. Right. And I was like, I'm going to listen to it. Why not? And it's <laughs> unlistenable. It's fucking awful. Yeah. And around the same time, his partner, Tubbs, Miami Vice, Philip Michael Thomas, also put out... Philip Michael Thomas is who? Oh, I thought we were talking about Edward James Olmos. No. okay. That's a different album. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Philip Michael Thomas came out with an album at the same time. Yeah. His album was called Living the Book of My Life. It did... (laughs) That's the most pretentious album title I've ever heard. It did horrible. Yeah. Like, Don Johnson's... Sucked, but it had one big hit called Heartbeat, and that kind of carried it over. Yeah. This had no hits. It had one single, and this is the single we're going to listen to and play called Just the Way I Planned It. Yeah. This video was made for a dollar, and it's weird. And this is, I'm going to guess, 1985. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Because the show started in 84. Yeah. And so this is, they were both like, this is a huge show. You can do whatever you want. Right. And they're both at the same time were like, we're, we're singers. <laughs> so we're going to do albums. And everyone went, yes, you are. Yeah. Yeah. I want Tubbs's album. Tubbs. I love Tubbs on Miami Vice. You have to be a really big fan of the TV show to buy Tubbs's album. <laughs> yes. Yes. Just It's like when Kiss each put out a solo album. It's yes. Like, you, how big a fan do you have to be to buy Peter Chris's yeah, album? Yeah, are you really going to do that? Are you really dive That's, deep into Freely's? Yeah, this is the Peter Chris sol- solo album of the Miami Vice album yes. projects. Uh, there were only two. I'm excited for you to see this because it's just like... Just the way I plan. Just the way I plan. And the, it's I can't even really like the song that much. But the video <laughs> is what... Yeah, this is a very 80s. Yeah. His dancing is weird. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is oh, he? Is he, it's like he's making fun of it. I don't think he is. I think he's deadly serious about this. Typically, when you have your shirt open and are singing, you are serious. <laughs> what was that? I, it was like a robot move, but not It was like well. a fast bouncy one. Yeah. So this did not chart. I don't never heard it on the radio. <laughs> they it's on the it's on the Miami Vice soundtrack. Oh, okay. but I don't think it was played in the show. No, they just 
They just put it on it. Yeah. And here's the chorus coming up. And this is basically the whole video. Here's the chorus. Oof. <laughs> yeah, what is going on? It's him it's, it's, headless, or like just a floating head. There's a strobe light behind him that makes him look. And then yeah. women in paint, uh, white face singing backup. It's exactly what you said. They, this video has no budget. Yeah. It's still early enough that they're like no videos really have that yeah. much of a budget unless yeah. you're thriller. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is. Uh, it's exactly what it is. It's a vanity project. Yeah. It's. I've already forgotten it, and we're still listening. <laughs> we're still to listening. It. To it. It's a very but, forgettable song. But the video like, is pretty wild. It's not even like I can't even be like, no, this song's kind of good. I kind of like. I generally do not like the song. Everything but, that that uh, PMT does in this video so far is just like, no, I'm going to show the world that I'm sexy too. Yes. Listen, I'm not just a second banana. Yeah. We're equal bananas. Tubbs is a character I play. Yeah. This is me. Yes. This is really Philip Michael yes. Thomas. Yeah. And <laughs> if, I feel like if I'd shown you this as like, hey, this is like from a sketch comedy show, you'd be like, oh, well, okay. That's weird. It's a sketch comedy show. It's so... There were there there now there are three tubs on screen. And there there were just seven tubs. Yes, heads. and he has three eyes because he has the third eye. Right, because he's very deep. He's very deep. Now, one also reason why I put this on too is Phil Michael Thomas. Aside from being famous for being tubs, he is famous. He is the one who coined the term ego. Oh. That was Philip Michael Thomas. Okay. Way early on, he's like, my dream is to win an EGOT, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. How many of those has he won? Zero. Uh, not even close. Okay. Not even close. I mean, I'm not... Philip Michael Thomas is fine. I don't... I'm not making fun of Philip Michael Thomas here, but... I'm uh, making fun of this song. <laughs> it's not... I mean... It's not great. As a, as a guy that stands real hard for Miami Vice... Yeah, this didn't need to happen. This didn't need to happen. And it's not even like... He's got a fine voice. Not it's really. Not, I better than Don Johnson's. Oh, okay. But this song is... Just what? Yeah. What is going on? And I want to say... I would love to be like, Oh, well, this is obviously cocaine influence but he was apparently a real straight laced guy but what I what I wonder is did he write this song or was I it guess. just oh he did yes so it wasn't just like studio hacks wrote it and they were like here's the song for you to do no. he's like fine no I mean with a title like living the book of my life he obviously he had to have yeah. written this song oh it's, it's a concept album it's a rock opera I hope it's a rock opera now, now I want to know excuse. in the context of the larger story what did that all mean I would love to I should see if this is on Spotify and listen to it it's got to be on. Be the cool. thing that uh, kept occurring to me is whenever the women came on screen was like, who sang backup on this track? Yeah. And what other uh, records, if any, did they work on? Yes. <laughs> you know well, I mean? interesting, like, uh, not that I don't think Phil McCann's had any, like, guest spots uh, of stars singing, collaborating with. Right. Whereas on Don Johnson's heartbeat, he had, like, Willie Nelson... Barbara Streisand. Wow, he had that like, show like really big, was popular. He had big names like on it. No, I don't. I don't mean I think that someone famous sang back up. I'm sure at best it was just like a studio singer. Yeah, definitely. But it could be that it's someone who was a studio singer on a lot of albums, oh, and maybe yeah, yeah. we've heard her on lots of stuff. Yeah. Or the scenario I like better is this is the one record 
this woman or these women yeah. ever sang on and now they like you know they just have normal lives they're and, normal and their lives. kids go to school and are like my mom sang <laughs> on a record once yeah oh really what artist is the guy from Miami Vice oh Don Johnson no the other, the other guy yeah he put out an album and my mom sang back up <laughs> yeah uh, okay. Okay. I guess I think it's on Spotify. <laughs> right. I, it's something that it's called about right. a book or something. It's kind know. of a cool story, but it's not that cool. It's not that great. No, I see that. You won't lose social currency telling your friends that your mom did that, but you really you're not, won't gain anything. You're not gaining anything from that. So it's best to keep it quiet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. What do you know about the band Stump? Zero. Yeah, zero. You yeah. wouldn't know anything about it. This is going to annoy the shit out of you. Hooray! Uh, this is okay. I'll go over this very quickly. There's an album, you know, the NME, the British Music Magazine. Yes, definitely. They put out an album, like a, a compilation in 1986. It was called the C86 tape. Mm-hmm. And it was just all British indie bands at the time. And this album has become like a touchstone in indie music. It's like the birth of Twee. It's oh, just like a huge okay. in, indie, indie pop rock touchstone. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's sort of legendary that way. And there's a song on it. Most of it's pretty straightforward. Like early Primal Scream is on there. Okay, but some, a lot of obscure yep. bands that um, are pretty much known for being on this compilation. And there's one song on there that is, that's real weird by a band called Stump. Okay. I like saying it that way. You got to make shit. that. That P makes it everything. Uh, and the song's called Buffalo. All right. And they made a music video for it. Okay. So we're going to watch that music right. video. And this is one of those things. I have nothing to set it up other than to say, and I've sort of talked about this before, that like when you are a big music fan and you consume a lot of music, mm-hmm. at least this is true for me, sometimes you'll hear something. Sometimes I'll hear something and I'm not sure if I like it or if it's just so unusual that mm-hmm. it's like at least it's new to me. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. This falls into that category. Okay. Like, I've been listening to it a lot lately. And you're still not but sure. But I'm not sure if I like it how or lo- if it's just real weird and so there's novelty to how it. How long have you been listening to it? Meaning year-wise? I've known it f- for years. Okay. But, like, recently I've been putting it into the mix that I okay. listen to every day. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that's why people who get really into whatever subculture mm-hmm. they're into will start liking a thing that nobody else can even possibly understand why they like it yeah and it's just because it's like they're so deep into the thing that like you have to go avant-garde just to get something new sometimes you need a new fix so uh enjoy buffalo by stump okay but you won't (laughs) but maybe at least you'll think it's funny okay wow (laughs) That guy's weird. This is weird. I thought I thought it would be harder. Oh, you thought you were gonna get like heavy metal or something? Yes. No. So this is almost pop, but without any sort of catchy thing to it. Right. Yeah. Figured it out. <laughs> but okay, here's my take on it. Yeah, I want to be like, hey guys, stop fucking around and get to that pop hit that's right there in front of you. Yeah, there's a pop hit right in here. I'll bet you these guys are all like 
classically trained yeah. musicians. And yes. just like I was describing that, like they're sick of pop music. That's yeah. too easy at yes. this point. Let's do something nobody's doing. Yes. They could do a pop song. Oh, yeah. This is a pop song if they just went, okay, we had fun. Right. We're done fucking around. Now right. let's do the real song. And maybe it's pretentious, but I'm not sure. And I, maybe it's good, but I'm not sure. I don't find it pretentious. No, I find it goofy. Yeah. And slightly... But they're not a joke band. No. Right. No. It's just odd. Odd to go They're doing it. They're shaking their little butts. Yeah, they're like... They're like... Wacky art kids in my mind. The best part's about to hit. I like the lead singer. Okay. <laughs> all valid questions, first of all. Yeah. Oh, you want to know. He's at a chip shop. Yeah. Because are you paying for the chips or right. are they... Does, uh, it come, does it come with the fries or does, is that extra? Yeah, because it's bullshit if it's extra. <laughs> I'm not paying extra. Fish 08 chips yeah. always come with it. That, that, that part of it has become sort of like... In, in this world, like famous, like there's a band with an album called like How Much Is the Fish. Oh, okay. You know, it's like you're gonna be shocked. I don't hate this. It's too fun. Yes. And it's endearing in a way. It's so close to a pop song. Yeah. That I can kind of go, oh, okay. <laughs> Wacky umbrella work. It's also real, just like British it's and real 80s. Real British. Yeah. Real British. But I just, it is one of those things where I'm like, guys, guys, you're there. You're it's there. an art school band yeah. is what it is. Yeah. I don't know if these guys went to art school. It I, feels but, like an art school yeah. band. But there are also other bands that this reminds me of. There was a band in New York in the late 80s, early 70s called The Come On. Oh, no. That really. were, that, obscure as yeah. fuck, but, but I had a compilation album of theirs in college. Huh. Sounded kind of like this. I don't, yeah, this isn't bad. I never turn it off. Yeah. And like I said, I've been listening to it a lot lately, and I like, it gets stuck in my head. Yeah. It might get stuck in yours. This can get stuck in my head. Yeah. This is, you've played stuff where I've been like, oh boy. <laughs> this is not one of them. Shocking. Because at least it's something different. It's different, yes. And it's close enough it's to being. so close. Yeah. And it is, I think you're right. It feels like there are house kids where they're like, no, we're not going to do it. We know yeah. you want us to. It's, or not. it's the kind of thing that like Devo or the Talking Heads yeah. were exploring, but it just turns it to eleven. Yes. We're like, yeah, we're 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 like super not going to bother with hooks. Yeah, yeah, at all. Yeah, we're going to come close to doing the hook, but we're not going to really give you that satisfaction because we don't. Know. Right, but it's not no wave either. No, no, right. There's something there. But you're going to be getting dressed tomorrow or taking a shower, or whatever. You're going to be going big. Bottom that's swing weird. big, but it's that's it's, in a, my head. it's a surprising yeah. earworm. Swing big bottoms is yeah. gonna be in my head, <laughs> guaranteed. And now they're just brushing their teeth. Yeah, it's just <laughs> the drummer reminds me of Johnny Rotten. The the, the lead singer is like a new wave alfalfa. He is, he's hip, <laughs> hip, he is hypnotic. He's got something. Yeah, he's like, is, he is unfortunately deceased. Oh, but uh, there was something here with this band. Yeah, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> and then, 
it, it's it's there's something undeniable. There's about something undeniable. Yeah. If, trust me, if, you know if I've been like didn't like it, I'd be like, okay, and and let's in, move on to me. In this but legendary this is, this is compilation that's full of like real poppy indie yeah. rock uh, stuff, this is in it. This is uh, this is this was kind of a revelation. I really thought that was going to drive you nuts. No. I'm glad you like it. No, it really was very interesting. Yeah, you're hard to you're hard to predict, man. Yeah. Uh, okay, I feel like. I've heard the name of this next band maybe only from you. Though. Probably only from me because they're basically a one-hit wonder. Talk about weird. <laughs> Chilliwack. When have I heard of Chil- I thought it was Chilliwack, but uh, Chilliwack. It's Chilliwack. Chil- yeah, okay. Yeah, Chilliwack. Chilliwack is a Canadian band. Um, okay. uh, that's, I don't know why I love it. <laughs> I don't know why either. Uh, that uh, had, uh, they had like two hits. Mm-hmm. One big, one medium. This is their big one. This is called My Girl. Yeah. The Gong, parentheses, the Gong Gong song. Um, that sounds familiar. You'll hear once you hear the first part of it, you'll be like, "Oh, I, I, I do know this." Okay, I think this is this is also interesting because like this song is very poppy. Yeah, and you look at the band and you go, "You kind of look like metal guys, maybe." Okay, so uh, let's just play it. Is and it eighties? It's eighties. It's early eighties. I think it's probably like. I mean, that holds for the eighties. Eighty two, eighty three. This is really poppy, but you look like metal guys. Yeah, that's the eighties. Yeah. But the song is like real poppy. Okay. Chilliwack. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not what I expected. It's... And then they'll kick in. I love this song. I, this isn't familiar to me at all. Oh, okay. This was a fairly big hit from them. Doesn't he look like a metal guy? A little bit? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But like in an Uncle Jesse from Full House sort yes. of way. I would agree with the that. The way that like Uncle Jesse's a rocker, but he's yeah. not intimidating at all. But yeah, I guess for, for this type of song, you go, this this is a different look. Yeah. I I mean, they look Canadian. <laughs> they definitely look Canadian. Yeah. This is... Uh, I felt like I was... This is fine. It's not yeah. delivering on the promise of the intro. Oh, well, they go back to it. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. you like that part. Cool. Yeah. This this song takes a couple of different turns. Okay. Uh, and this video is just basically nothing. Basically, them playing music and then looking at a girl walking for the whole video. This fits into the bucket of stuff you like, where uh, Thirty Eight Special lives yeah. and Night Ranger yeah. lives. Pop rock. Yeah. Yeah. Pop rock from the eighties that Kirk tolerates. Yes. And even like this is even like that. Yeah. This is like literally. This always reminds me of like having my headphones on when you can only listen to radio because you didn't even have Tic Tacs. Yeah. And this would come on while I was like moaning the lawn. Okay. Yeah. So this isn't a teen club song. I'm not really teen club song because it was still too early. You can't really dance can't to really it. Dance can't really to it. back to it. It was like, so that's why I think, and there's a good, see what, this is, that's weird. Here's a guitar solo. Yeah. And it's one of those guitar solos. I'm like, yeah, it's in my vein. Yeah. This is a great mowing the lawns. <laughs> this is this is, is music to mow is, the lawn to. This is like like you you have the radio on, you got the one station that's coming in, and you're like, oh, great chillax on. Yeah. I'm just about <laughs> finished with cutting the lawn. Is, yeah, it's gonna end up great. I'll say this, and I mean this with all my heart. This is my favorite chillax <laughs> as well. It should. Now they're gonna do a round right here. I love rounds. Here you go. Oh man. I mean, oh, I'm such a sucker <laughs> for that, man. Are you serious? It's like hand claps. It's like. <laughs> I will always be, like a song more. It's just the perfect yeah. flavor. So yeah, they got a lot of levels to the song. They go through the round. They're going through the round. Yeah, they, and they're they're singing around 
It's it's like that street doo-wop thing. Yes, like they're exactly. literally standing around a burnt a barrel yes, like burning on the street. Yes. Like a Frank Stallone and his guys yes, in Rocky. And, yeah, and staying yeah. Rocky. Oh yeah, Rocky. Yeah. It's and now it just now now it gets a little rocky again. It's tell ya. Levels. The dude's wearing a jersey in Ohio State jersey. Yeah, I don't know why. Be wearing like but a they're definitely from, jersey, but they're definitely from Canada. Yeah. Maybe he just loves the movie Point Break. Because <laughs> Johnny Utah went to Ohio. <laughs> Which was State. like eight years later. Yeah, that would make that yeah. that would be anachronistic. Yeah. But I just wanted to make a Point Break reference because I love Point Break. Point Break. And also, literally, the only thing I know about college football is that Johnny Utah <laughs> went to Ohio State. Yeah. Which is legit because that's a big football school. Yeah. We I don't I think we missed it and it wasn't a big deal yeah. when they were around that fire. Yeah. Three, the three guys each lit a match to throw into the uh, dumpster, uh-huh. but none of them, uh, all of them went out before they threw it in, and I think they're just like, fuck. Just F- yeah, we're burning it doesn't daylight. Matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So what if it went out? Just throw it in there. Yeah, they had half the budget of Philip Michael Thomas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That was, um, no, that was good, and it doesn't. It doesn't break any molds, but it also no. sounds... It's kind of unique. It's you a little unique. Yeah. yeah, it's a unique 80s song that doesn't get the love that other unique 80s songs do. Yeah, and that intro, like, if you hear that, you're not going to mix it up with anything. No, you immediately like, go, oh, this, it's, it, this is that Chilliwack. Time for Chilliwack. Yeah. <laughs> it's always time for Chilliwack. <laughs> Ladies, it's always time for Chilliwack. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, was, uh, that wasn't on your Mac. <laughs> no, didn't make the cut. like... Get a girl back to your dorm room, snap that tape and click, play. You're going, 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 going. You start doing a little. And they're like, what are you doing dancing to a song from 1982? It's 1990. Uh, all right, let's talk about Art Brute. I want to say I know the name. Uh, they were uh, in. Um, this is from their first album. Came out in two thousand five. Oh wait, Art Brutes a band? Yes, Art. Oh, it's also a, an art movement that the band is named after. Maybe I don't know anything yeah. about this then. They're a, a British German uh, rock band from the mid two thousands that were sort of oh, okay indie darlings for a hot minute, but never really broke out. But I listened to almost nothing but their first album through the entirety of 2005. Wow. And then kind of never listened to it again. Really? And then recently, it just occurred to me like, oh, hey, Art Brute. And then I listened to it again. I was like, yeah, this is still great. And then I I had such a strong flashback to 2005 because I listened to it so much. What was happening in 2005? I was living in my first apartment Mm -hmm. with my first roommate as an adult. Okay. Um... And everything that I was just doing, being a early twenty something, yeah, with a shitty day job and just hanging around Providence with my friends, right. and uh, this was just the soundtrack to almost an entire year to me. When you went back to it, were you like, "Why did I stop listening to this?" Not really, because I listened to it so much. It was like, "Okay, I, I've had enough of Art Brute for okay. fifteen years." Like I filled, I packed it all Got into it. one year. Yeah, uh, and then I also never listened to there any. Any of their subsequent albums. They're still together. Oh, okay. Wow. But I just know their first album. And this is from their first album. I never saw the video until like last week. Oh. When I had that, hey, yeah, Art Brute. I'm (laughs) going to give myself a little dose of nostalgia. And then I went and found this video. It's a very funny song. Mm -hmm. It's a very funny video. It's called Good Weekend. It's about a a guy who gets a new girlfriend. Oh, okay. And it's a pretty uh, straightforward story. All right. I don't know that you like this, but... 
I mean, I like Stump. Yeah. Stump better. Okay. I mean, this isn't. This is. There's nothing wrong with this. Yeah. I think for some reason this guy's fucking me. Yeah. I, I, I don't have a reason why. Where like the lead singer Stump, I'm like, oh, you're kind of cool and weird. Yeah. This guy's bugging me. And I think it's the hat. It's the hat. It's the mustache. Yeah. He's just. A, he's a 2000s hipster. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Lyrically, it's a very funny song. And what is uh, the artwork movement? Do you know anything about it? I don't know it? anything about art. Okay. No. I think it's German. Okay. Yeah. It's... No, it's not awful. And you're going to hate me for saying this. Yeah. Uh, if I had heard this in 2005, which I didn't, mm-hmm. I would have gone, oh, this is like The Strokes and Jet. It's sort of and, in the uh, wake of that. that. Band, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, I don't know the hives. The hives, uh, yeah, the vines. The vine, yep. Yeah, the it, the third wave garage yes. rock of the early. 2000s. I would have been like, oh, this is from one of them. Yeah, that was very two thousand one. This okay. is a few years later. Got it. But it's along the same lines. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we went to the cinema. <laughs> The video is interesting. I've seen her naked twice. I've seen her naked <laughs> That's funny. I'll give him that. Also, them trying to make this look like an 80s video is a pretty good job. Oh, it's a great it yeah, feels it's a like retro an 80s, video. Yeah, a real retro feel. I like the, uh, you know, to... lyrically, I like the early 20 somethings yeah. naivete of like. Being excited about having a brand new band. And then the chorus is like, so many messages to say, so many phone calls. Like, I, and it's about a hookup. Yeah. And then it's, I got a new girlfriend. I, I have to call her. all my friends and tell them about my new girlfriend because I hooked up. And just bragging, I saw her naked twice. Right. Yeah. What is that thing of like, oh, I had sex. She's my girlfriend now. <laughs> We're a couple. Yeah. Also about the budget of that film, Michael Thomas. <laughs> yeah. There's definitely... Oh, they did more with it. The uh, unintentional topic of this episode is real cheap-ass music video. I mean, all the ones that I think I have are, are way <laughs> cheap, so... Oh, yeah. he woke up. Was it just a dream? Was it all a dream? Oh, no. We yeah. won't know. That's it. That's Art Brute. All right. Just some great garage rock from the mid-2000s. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Stump, but this wasn't like Hank I mean, I can't believe that. <laughs> I mean, it's believe not like it. I thought you were going to like Art Brute. Yeah. But I thought the reaction you've had to Art Brute is what I would have expected. From Stump? The, no. Okay. It's what I would have expected your reaction to Art Brute would be. Okay. The fact that you like Stump at all. <laughs> yeah. I'm shocked myself. Is, yeah. <laughs> I'm shocked myself. Yes. Uh, okay. Explain this next thing. Okay. I'm going to assume, or maybe not rightfully so, you uh-huh. know who Bob Welch is? Nope. Bob Welch, I just learned all of this like this past like couple months. Yeah. Bob Welch was a 
one of the first founding, maybe I don't know, founding one of the beginning members of Fleetwood Mac. Oh, the original, the original bluesy band. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And was there for a couple of years and then left. Uh, I don't think acrimoniously. I think he just mm-hmm. left because he was like, you know what? I want to do my own thing. I don't yeah. necessarily want to do what you guys are doing. So I'm going to go. He uh, left to do a solo career. I don't know any other song except the song, which is his big hit called Sentimental Lady, uh-huh. which apparently Fleetwood Mac did mm-hmm. uh, in one of their first albums. It was a Fleetwood Mac song. And then he's like, well, I'm going solo. I wrote that. I'm going to take it. Yeah. And I'm going to make it one of my solo songs. And it became this big hit. When? The mid-70s. Okay. Mid, like, I'm going to say 76, 77. Uh, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. And... Actually, this this might be another one of those songs that was on Boogie Nights, so you might recognize it. <laughs> so it's not like early Fleetwood Mac blues rock. It's 70s AM gold. This is 70s AM gold. Okay. You can be like, wow, it's way <laughs> And this video is weird. Okay. Like, I don't even know what's going on in it. Oh, let's watch it. Again, it's the it's video. Ooh. And that's Bob Welch. <laughs> sure. Just a skinny guy sure with balding, is. weird, froey hair, smoking a cigar. He looks familiar, but he might just be like a type. Yeah. Okay, see if you know this. I'm not sure. I know the vibe. Okay. I, it's, it's what I we'll was see imagining. When the, we'll see when the, the chorus comes in. Because I really think this might have been... In Boogie Nights? Yeah, not prominent. Right. Like uh, any of the other stuff, but... Uh, I just and I never knew there was a video this was like AM always on yeah always on and I never knew there was this weird video of him in an empty restaurant kissing girls which is weird that was one of the most awkward makeouts I've ever seen oh it gets more trust me alright so let's see if you hear this no I don't think I know this but like I know Stop kissing. Yeah. It's bad. He kisses so Jeez. much in this video. <laughs> and I'm not going to spoil it for you, but it gets more. Here's the thing. Part of the reason I'm upset about the fact that he's such a bad kisser is until he started doing that, like, I love everything about this dude's look. <laughs> like, this look... He's not I, kissing. <laughs> I mean, maybe they've just done so many takes that they're just like, it's just awkward and robotic now. I know he wrote this for his wife. So yeah. Like, okay. I don't know if that's his wife. No, it's not. It's, a <laughs> it's not his There's wife. So, and they're just in an empty restaurant and it's them just kissing all the time. Yeah. Neither of them want to be doing yes. it. <laughs> now, one thing, like this song is like way from my childhood. Yeah. And this, this chorus... He says, sentimental gentle wind, fall into my life again. Uh-huh. Sentimental lady, yeah. gentle one. Until last night, I thought he was singing, instead of gentle one, I thought he was singing, share the wine. <laughs> share the wine. Literally until last night, I was like, oh, listen. Share the wine. Share the wine. <laughs> it's gentle one. Hey, don't bogart that wine, my friend. <laughs> yeah. 
I think it's better if it's Share yeah. the Wine. I mean, look, for this type of music, yeah. Share the Wine isn't just a great lyric. Yeah. It's not just a great song title. That would be a great album title. Yeah. There should be... It should be an AM album called Share the Wine. Share the Wine. Yeah. And it's not like, guys, I've got bottles of rosé. Yeah. Just saying, see, this is where it gets weird. He's with a bunch of girls now, and he's doing a cigar... I think he's great looking. Yeah. I love that thing in the 70s of like everyone has to have long hair even if you're balding. Mm-hmm. So it's like this shaggy mane but it's all the yeah, top. Yeah, so it's a shaggy fro. The the dark aviators. Yes. The it, like And rail thin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a very 70s look. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. <laughs> I think that looks I'm glad cool. you think it's cool. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. But yeah, that video is straight up like it's too much kissing. Um... It's not that it was too much kissing. It was too much bad. Too kissing. much wrong kissing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hope he's not that bad a kisser in real life. I think I he hope passed away. Because, well, like I mean, when he, when he was. Alive. Yes. I hope it's because he was uncomfortable in front of a camera. Yes. Kissing someone who's not his wife. Yeah. After who knows how many takes. Yeah. Uh, for a video before they were making videos. Before so videos like, were even a thing. Yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, but that was cool. Thank yeah. you for bringing that sure. into my life. Uh, let's talk about the Flying Tiger Claw. Don't know them. Nobody would. <laughs> okay. This is from this year. Oh, okay. And you'll see that this video has like, its views are only in the hundreds. This is just a kid, wow. a kid that I found. Uh, he's an Australian musician. Mm-hmm. I love this kid. Uh, I just found him on Bandcamp. I've been listening to his stuff. I mm-hmm. think he rules. He's just a guy with a guitar in Australia and his music is very homemade and this video is very homemade. Mm-hmm. But this video, for its for its budget of literally no dollars, other than whatever like his phone cost, mm-hmm. um, and what his guitar cost, <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's well done. All right, and I really like this guy's music. I don't know his real name. I'm pretty sure he's just a solo artist, but he goes by the Flying Tiger, which is Club. a great name for a solo artist or band. And the song is called Lately, and you'll see that the video he made is. Uh, well, you'll just you'll see mm-hmm. what the point of it is. Oh, I get it. Oh, it's his guitar is the lady. I get it. See, he's singing yeah. on a love a love of his life. Wait, it's yours. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I like the kind of chucking guitar. It's very chucking. Yeah. What kind of guitar is that? Do you know? That's a Fender Telecaster. Okay. Yeah. I, again, as I know nothing about guitars, I will say it's a lovely color. Yeah, it's a cool seafoam green. A great color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very, a fan very surf rock. Yeah. Oh, this is funny. He's feeding. He's he's making dinner yeah. with the guitar. Well, wait till you see the dinner. Like. He made a romantic dinner for his guitar girlfriend. <laughs> Spaghetti. But like this video is literally this guy just shot this in his flat. Yeah. And it has and so and he's just this young dude who yeah. doesn't know how to cook a romantic dinner. So he just made spaghetti. Because that's has the best you can do. Right. It's yeah. such a bachelor, like, oh, it so is. date meal. Yeah. <laughs> also, you know if it were a real date with a real woman, it would be the same exact it would, thing. It would not change. Yeah. It would be that plateware. It would be that amount of spaghetti, which is immense amount of spaghetti. Because he made a whole box. Yeah. And he just split it in yes. half for two people. And also, just a heads up, 
you don't cook spaghetti for a date night because it just gets all over the place. It's not a good idea. Oh, yeah. Make pasta if you need to, but get a rotini. Yeah, exactly. Something that's not going to splash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, That's such a bachelor thing. But, yeah, this whole thing is so bachelor. Yeah. He's got the fucking scruffy, nasty bachelor beard. He didn't really dress for the night. No. He's a 23-year-old, like, wannabe rock star. Yeah. But it's so charming and low budge. And I just, I think it's funny the way he made this, like, love song to his guitar. That guitar is beautiful. Yeah. And he just, the whole video is just shots of his guitar. That's funny. Polishing the guitar. I love that chucking. Yeah. That chucking's pretty good. <laughs> Big fan of the Flying Tiger Claw. Yeah. And this now has 412 Come views. Come on, guys. A hundred of them are me. <laughs> You're a fan. Yeah. I love that without having talked to each other about our videos, they're all way low budget. Yeah, we sort of stumbled on an actual topic <laughs> here. Shockingly. Low, low budget videos. Yeah, we yeah. could have made that the theme, but we just organically came upon it. But this is the only one that's truly, like, this homemade. Because yeah. it's modern, and so it's like, yeah. anybody has the equipment. If you have a phone in your pocket, yeah. you can shoot a music video yeah. that's arguably better than Philip Michael Thomas. Oh, it's better than the, just the way I yeah. it. I mean, yeah, the guy's great. He's like, I got my phone, I've got a selfie stick, yeah. I'm good to go. Okay. If this is shot in his actual apartment, this is a bathroom. See, he's taking a bath. Yeah. And he's got the guitar on the park bench next to the that's, toilet. He's got a park bench in his bathroom. That's a weird thing for the bathroom. It's weird, but I love it. I would like that. Because you know when you're like taking a bath when your friends are over and they're Always. like, what are we going to do while you're taking a bath? And you're yeah. like, just come hang out in the bathroom. Sit in the bathroom. I got a bench. Right. I got a bench. You got to sit on the bench. Why would you need a bench in your so, bathroom ever? But right by the toilet. Next to the toilet. Yeah. Between the toilet and the tub, yeah, there's a bench. Yeah, for the purposes of this video, he's got the guitar just on the bench so he can look at the guitar Why? even while he's taking a bath. Because she's that important to him. I wonder if he moved the bench into the bathroom just to film this shot. I feel like, like it. for the scene. Yeah, right. I feel like it. And even before he gets dressed, when he gets out of the tub, maybe it not. It, it looks like it's a part of the. Yeah. The decor. I I know I stand corrected. I think that's part of the decor. Yeah, me too. Wow. And then there's a buzz at the door. Uh there's a black stratocaster there. Cheating? Yeah, it's he's implying that this is his guitar's boyfriend has oh, shown up. <laughs> that's fucking genius. I love it because the seafoam green telecaster is so obviously a female yeah. guitar. And the black strat yeah. is so obviously like her meathead boyfriend. Yeah, I was like, what are you doing here? It's very well cast, yes. this video. Well said. <laughs> and also, like, that's cute. That, that is cute. And it's, it's, there's more of a well thought out concept than the fellow Michael Thomas yeah. video. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it, and it's got a button. It's got a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. It tells a story. It's funny. Yes. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. That's good. I know musically it's not your it's thing. Not bad. But I, I, like the, I like the chucking parts. So that's yeah, good. yeah. Yeah. And a charming music video. Yes. Everybody check out the Flying Tiger Claw. I agree. Just to, even if you don't like the music, just the video alone is very well done. Yeah, uh, I have heard of this next band, but oh I've only boy. heard of them. I don't know if I know the song. Okay, we're gonna get real cocaine here. 
Um, you've been giving a lot of. I've been giving a, been a lot, a lot of, of '70s Coke music. Yeah, right I've really there. been. This is actually 1980 Coke. Okay, um, but the, 1980 is still the it's 70s. It's still 1970. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Everyone's got a Coke hangover yes. in, in the first couple of so, years. So <laughs> they did. They did. So this is uh, Doctor Hook, <laughs> formerly known as Doctor Hook in the Medicine Show, right? Uh, who had big hits in the '70s. The big one was Rolling Stone, cover of Rolling Stone. Oh, that's, yes. That's of course, them. of course. That's them. Yeah. And they had like a bunch of hits in the 70s. They were primarily like kind of an, not country, but they kind of had this kind of acoustic, slightly country vibe. Yeah. Kind of. Almost like the Grateful Dead, but not all the way there. Yeah, a little more poppy. Yeah. Uh, not as jam bandy. Um, and then, of course, the 80s came and they're like, let's do a disco song. And so we're this gonna, is disco? This is going to be disco. And they're in a disco when they do it. I probably don't know this song. I know. What is it called? Sexy Se- Eyes. Sexy Eyes. And you're going to look at this and go, everyone's on coke. <laughs> Everyone is on coke. They used to be a weed band. Yeah. Now they're a coke That's band. exactly right. Yeah. Because it was like 1970 and 1980. They had one more hit in 1982, which was called Baby Makes Her Blue Jeans Talk. Which is terrible. That I know. Yeah. I know that song. That's Maybe I good. know Sexy Eyes. I I, I, I kind of like Sexy Eyes. It's yeah. a pretty good song. But this video just makes me laugh because it's just a it's a, just a performance video yeah. of them lip syncing in a nightclub. But you're going to look at this guy going, yeah, Coke. Yeah. The, the songs that I know by them, I don't like. No. Here's what I do like about Dr. Hook. The band name. Yes. It's a good band name. Yes. Yeah. Doctor and yeah, and I like how they were like in the early seventies, Doctor Hook in the Medicine Show. The eighties come around, we're just Doctor Hook. Yeah. We're just Doctor Hook, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Jesus. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You, this is the same band that did cover their own. Yes. Show. Listen. What? Yeah, it's yacht rock. Yeah, it's, it's yacht rock. Yeah. It's disco yacht rock. It's They're waning, just chasing trends. It's waning days of disco. Yeah. Of disco. And this was like a, a I think this hit like number five or something. Sure. I mean, this is yeah. this is perfectly designed yes. to be a hit. Yes. Uh, wait till you see the hook. And they get real close up on the lead singer. Yeah. And they're like, just watch it. <laughs> oh, oh, they're his sexy They're eyes. his sexy eyes. Sure. I mean, he's his, looking in a mirror. His sexy eyes are way coked out. This is, I, you know, we both try to be generous when we don't like something. This is garbage. <laughs> See now, I have been singing this for like a week. <laughs> oh, it'll get stuck in my yes. Yeah. I straight up forgot about this song that it ever existed. Yeah. And then I think one day it was just YouTube, and then it was YouTube's algorithm. I was like, oh, I remember sexy eyes. And I was like, oh my god, it was Dr. Hook. I was like, well, this is going on the grab bag. It doesn't... Here's the thing. It doesn't sound any worse than any of the other, like, lighter-than-air, no-substance disco pop of the era. Yeah. But what I hate about this is that I know the... I vaguely know the story of this band. Yeah. And I know that they're just chasing a trend. Yes, exactly. And it's just... It's such a... It's such... Like, they don't even have the conviction of, like, being into what they're doing. Yeah. They're just purely trying to sell records. And I like that. And I'd rather listen to a song that I objectively like less. Like a Foxy. Because, well, no, Foxy was actually sort of doing the same thing. But, but yeah, I just hate, like, what a sellout this is. I'm See, I enjoy it 
I enjoy that kind of level of sub because I love how <laughs> they're like I love how like with baby it's all the whole baby we're thinking of it's like yeah. oh man the cover of the Rolling Stone that song's ironic and we're p- taking a piss out of it yeah. and then the late the late 70s coming is like we need to make some fucking money. Right. <laughs> What's the best way to do it? Right. Let's do it. I love that. That's the me generation. Yeah, and this I love ge- that. Right. I love that. Yeah. The hippie sold out and became yuppies. I find it fascinating. This- <laughs> I find it, and then you add cocaine to it. Yeah. I love it. Who was the dude, Jerry something, who was like uh, oh, Abby yes. Hoffman's sidekick? Yeah, I know exactly who was, who was like one of the key yippies, yes. and then in the 80s he became like a Wall Street guy. Yep. This is the music equivalent of that. Yeah. This is like, hey man, I still listen to Dr. Hook. Except it's not like Dr. Hook was ever that good. Like they, they were, were that, never... <laughs> they that big. They had right. hits. Right. But they were So they it's not even like when, you know, when Bob Dylan did a Super Bowl commercial for, with for Victoria's yeah. Secret and it's like, no, our guy who has so much integrity and is a legend is selling out yeah. and going commercial. These are like they they were middle of the road to begin almost with. completely so, yeah it's like yeah. they were just sort of whack yes. and now they're completely whack yeah I mean the only difference is they're better than Bob Dylan so <laughs> that's just a fact that's not my opinion that's yeah, yeah, like yeah. the fact of the yeah, world yeah but I can see myself like you know buying deodorant at Rite Aid <laughs> yeah. and this comes on okay yeah. I might be I might yeah. be shaking a you're little getting bit cat there. food one day yeah. and you're like oh sexy eyes right yeah, yeah. this is uh, music to shop under fluorescent <laughs> light too exactly <laughs> love it uh, okay um, this next clip bears some explanation okay do you know who Arthur Russell is no Arthur Russell is one of my favorite artists and uh, if you want the whole Arthur Russell story, watch the documentary about him called Wild Combination. But I'll try to explain him very quickly. He was an avant-garde disco cellist <laughs> uh, who was active in New York in the late 70s through the 80s. And he worked with like Talking Heads early on. And he worked. He had. A, he was in a band with uh, at least one of the guys from the original Modern Lovers. And he was like very close with Allen Ginsberg, and he was oh. really part of the New York artistic pop mm-hmm. and disco scene. And people, much more famous people in that scene, knew him, but he never really made it. Mm-hmm. Partly it was because he was difficult to work with. Partly it was because he was just too avant-garde. Like he was a cellist, but he made disco. And yeah, that's odd. And he was also obsessive. Like he was constantly rewriting and reworking on. His songs, and he died of AIDS in 1992 in like total obscurity. Mm-hmm. But he left behind like thousands of tapes of his oh, music, really? and in like the late 90s and early and through the 2000s, and still like his his boyfriend, uh, like organized compilations mm-hmm. of his music, and he sort of became like a cult hit, like way after he died. Oh. Um, but he only released like one proper album. In 86 or 88 mm-hmm. or something like that. And in the late 70s, he had some disco singles under various pseudonyms. But he's just sort of this avant-garde guy who became a cult mm-hmm. uh, long after his death. I One of the, the probably the main album that came out um, is called Calling Out of Context. That came out in 2005. Mm-hmm. And actually, I was listening to that around the same time I was listening to Art Brute. Oh, uh, none of that has to do with the video that we're going to watch. Because okay. here's the thing: there's very little photographic I was evidence. Just that thinking that, yeah, there are you'll find like the same ten photos of mm-hmm. Arthur Russell, and there's like no video mm-hmm. footage of him. So this is a homemade video that someone made using footage from the Muppet movie. 
<laughs> this is a fan video uh. made by someone who really loves Arthur Russell and really loves the Muppets. All right. And they did that thing where they cut it to make it look like Kermit is lip syncing to the song. Oh, I love stuff like that. I love that. So this is a really, really pretty... I mean, this is... I love this song so mm-hmm. much. It's called Wild Combination. And... But we're going to watch Kermit the Frog sing. I'll be interested to hear how <laughs> disco-y it is. It's not disco okay. Not all his music was disco. Oh, okay. He had some disco singles that weren't hits, but they were big hits in New York okay. clubs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but this is not like that. It's kind of impossible to describe his music. So this is just a shot of the swamp. Because mm-hmm. it's Rainbow Connection. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's going to be genius. So this is real weird. <laughs> Slow panning yeah. shot of the swamp. We're going to see Kermit. Huh. I mean, that's disco. Yeah, kind of. Still, still, we still don't see Kermit. This is, oh, there's his legs. Oh. Remember, they, we got to see yeah. Kermit's legs. I love that. Pedaling a bicycle. Oh, that's great. There he is. Oh, it fits perfectly. Yeah. It fits perfectly. I, this this is very disco adjacent. Yes. That beat is disco. But they also took the time to do that thing where they like speed up and slow yeah. down the video so that it syncs. Yeah. This someone is, put a lot of time in Someone into is a huge fan of both of these. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so great. <laughs> so weird. Who did this? Yeah. I mean, it got 32,000 views. Well, I guess it's yeah. been since 2013. And then we start getting some Miss Piggy shots, and it's like, oh, it's, it's the love between Kermit and Piggy. It feels like, I, I mean, it works. It feels like a love story. It's a good video. Oh, my God. <laughs> Arthur Russell I got mean, a video for his it, song, and it's Muppets. It feels very... <laughs> There's that kind of atmospheric quality to it. It's really pretty. Yeah. It's a pretty song, and like it's adding a layer to the Muppet movie yeah. footage. That it's. I mean this as a compliment. It feels like something that would be in an indie rom Yeah. At the end of a movie. This is the most genuinely tear-jerking I've ever found the Muppet. Oh. Like, man, this makes me feel like... Why can't I find a love like the love that... <laughs> Kirk and Piggy had. Yeah. I don't know if this is all the Muppet movies. It's movie. not. It's different. It's different uh, pieces of different, different Muppet, Muppet movies. Yeah. I haven't seen any of them since yeah. I was under. Like 10 some years of these old. are like the Great Muppet Caper. Right. 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 Yeah. Oh, it's the greatest. Hit. Oh, it's so well done. Yeah. And a little bit. A little bit. He sounds like Kermit. <laughs> yeah, that voice, I can see it. A little, a little deeper Kermit. It doesn't sound that incongruous when it seems like it's coming out of Kermit's yes, mouth. Yes, exactly. You're not going, wait, what the fuck? That does. It matches. Yeah. This is surprisingly, it all fits together. It all fits together. 
how do you feel about the music? I I don't mind it. I like it. It, yeah. gives, it feels very atmospheric. Yeah. It feels like, you know, like I said, in an indie rom-com or at a really cool lounge of a hotel. Yeah. Where I, you're just there chilling. I mean, some of his his music is straight up like it's kind of folk. Some of it is more dancey than this. Some of, he did all kinds of genres and the very experimental yeah. guy. And it makes sense that he was never commercial. Oh yeah, this isn't commercial at all. I keep trying to hear if I can hear what part is the cello. I don't I don't know if there's cello know. in this necessarily. Okay, so he didn't necessarily was oh, right. Yeah, okay, but he also would like he played it an electric cello oh, and, yeah. would, and would fuck with it. That and, would be different. Yeah. yeah. It's probably in there somehow. Yeah. This is great. With now we got Rolf playing the keyboard. Yes, and, and him singing at a bar. Kermit yeah. singing at a bar. That's great. <laughs> Muppets are so great. That's why there's so many Sesame Street videos yeah. of the Muppets singing, you know, lip syncing. Oh, yeah, songs it works so Because well. they don't articulate their mouths. Yeah. So as long as it's the right speed, yeah, it, it works. works. This but, is great. But someone put a lot of extra effort into this. Oh, yeah. I mean, because it's from so many different movies. It's at least from, yeah. like, three or four different movies. And even when you get, like, Bert and Ernie doing Annie Up, yeah. right? They only do the first verse. Yeah. Because clearly that probably took the person days to put together. They're yeah. like, one verse is enough. You get like, it. I'm fucking exhausted. No, this person did. They yeah. went the whole way. And this way. is a long song. It took a while. Oh, that was a great shot. <laughs> Kirk and Piggy. She's alone. He's alone. And then she's yeah. there. He's alone. And then he's... Uh, it's like he's reminiscing about their love. Yeah. It's another one of those artists that just make me wonder, like, who else is out there that nobody knows they exist? And whether they ever get heard or not, they're putting together something totally unique. You know what I mean? Yeah. Musically. Yeah. Because every once in a while, like, some crate digger will find some obscure album by someone yeah. that they cut decades ago. Absolutely. Although, I mean, it might be harder now, well, harder to to find that obscure because then so many people are like, well, yeah, I'm on SoundCloud, or, you know. But you doesn't know? it make it even more that way because there's so much noise and then so get much lost in there? that you get lost in the shuffle? You would think that too, but then there's also just, it's just like, oh, go find them. Like, right, like I found the Flying Tiger Claw. Yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, I'm just on SoundCloud, or I'm on Bandcamp. Yeah. Where before you're like, I don't, you know, go to a record store and dig, maybe you'll find it, maybe you won't. Right, You know, because yeah. at least they had the resources to go into a studio and, yeah. and cut it. Yeah. Uh, and, it, and it exists, but yeah. Oh, now they're getting married. Uh, this is like a whole narrative. Yeah. It's a tribute to the whole Kermit and Miss Piggy relationship. Yeah. They broke up though. <laughs> what? You, when? Remember that? A couple years ago when they had yeah, a they new, yeah, yeah, there was a new Muppet Show on ABC. And yeah, they're I like, saw yeah, it. Kirk and Piggy broke up. Yeah, Kirk, uh, Kirk. Did I say Kirk? You keep saying Kirk. Kirk, Kermit, and Piggy. Yeah, remember when you dated Frank Oz? <laughs> yeah, listen, it was a long. We were still, we were good friends. Yeah, you know, we went our separate ways, but I love what we had. Today. I don't know the I don't know Kermit the Frog's relationship status now. I don't know either. Um, uh, he might be on Tinder. But uh, that video was a wonderful. That was great. I love that the beginning, middle, end of it all. That was yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, okay, what do we have next? My Kurt? last video, because yeah. we didn't have enough solid gold on the show. <laughs> I was like, let's put on more solid gold. Once again, I know the name of this artist, but I don't know that I know the music. Melissa Manchester. Yeah. She uh, she was a singer-songwriter. Mm-hmm. She wrote. A, she's one of those who wrote a bunch of songs for a bunch of people. Oh, okay. That's the big thing. So she was mostly writing yeah. for others. And- she... she she did, um, we played it, uh, was it the last? No, we played it for duets, Whenever I Call You a Friend, for Kenny Loggins. Oh, yeah. She co-wrote that with Kenny Loggins. The one that he did with Stevie, Stevie Nicks, Nicks ex- but then it was some Swedish and for artist. the video, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. So she was a big songwriter from that, sh- and, uh, but then I think this is maybe, I think this is 82, 83, she came out with her own big hit. She had a big hit in the seventies, which I'm forgetting right now. But this was like her monster hit from the eighties. Yeah, uh, you should hear how he talks about you. Okay, or is it she talks about you, and it's her lip syncing on "Solid Gold," and I'll I'll get in further why I put this song on. But I want you to listen to the awful, painful, cringy patter <laughs> between. Andy Gibb and Marilyn McCoo. Is it before the music or do they talk over the bridge again? No, they talk right before. Okay. And you're just going to be like, these poor performers. Andy Gibb, I know. Who else did you say? Marilyn McCoo was uh, the leader, uh, the lead singer of the F- uh, Fifth Dimension. Oh, okay. Um, and Andy Gibb, of course, was the younger brother. The younger brother. Of, of the Bee Gees. Yeah. Had some hits of his own. Yeah, and... he had like three or four hits. He was groomed to be like, Barry Gibb was like groomed to be like, you're the one. Yeah. Uh, and then his solo career fall, fell off. Then he rebounded by doing Broadway. And then he kind of got more into drugs. And oh, then Andy. Did, Andy. Yeah. And then did Solid Gold. And then he died of a cocaine overdose at like 30 years. I thought he died of cancer. He died no, of an overdose? He, he died of cocaine, yeah. I know Andy Gibb, not to get off on too much of a tangent, because he was on multiple episodes of Punky Brewster. <laughs> was he really? And in one of at least two, in one where he played himself and Punky was a huge Andy Gibb fan and then like got to meet him. And another one where he played a character where That's he was like so hosting a pageant. Wow. Why? I don't know. These are such vague memories yeah. for me because they're from childhood. But so we'll, yeah, let's, so let's uh, see him on solid gold. You see him on solid gold. Introducing and, Melissa Man. Yeah, and this pattern is horrid. Worse than like a word show pattern? Yes. You know, and, and it goes a little long, and you're like, what are you guys doing? But they look great. Oh, she's, yeah, they're both incredibly hot. is a graduate of New York City's famous high school for the performing arts. Yeah. That's the high school where the students learn about singing and dancing and performing, along with their regular classes in math and science and history. You know, I wish I'd have gone there. Really? I think I'd much rather have been working on my singing than dissecting a frog. <laughs> yeah, I think the frog might have preferred that too. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt, did you hear yeah. what she said? She talked about the frog. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, but you're going to think that's as funny as it can get. Uh, it gets funnier and more topical. Oh, ooh, yeah. okay. Are they going to talk about Iran or something? <laughs> close. Yeah. <laughs> Very close. All right. I lived in Australia, and the school is in New York. Oh, right. So I would have gone there, but it was before busing. Oh, and... <laughs> they talk about busing! Oh, yeah. yeah. We're yeah. lucky enough tonight to have one of the most illustrious graduates Oof. of yeah. life. Oh. And here to sing a solid gold hit. You should hear how she talks about Because buses don't. Buses from Australia. No, they don't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this is Miss Melissa Manchester, and you're like, wow, she looks like an 80s mom. But she can really <laughs> sing. Yeah. And then the solid gold dancers are behind her, and the dancing is ridiculous. You might know this. 
I don't think so, but okay. it's fine. It's not. I liked it's, it. It's 80s pop. It's 80s pop. Yeah. This was a huge hit, Shocking. I right? love her. She's great. She's cool. She's real cool. Yeah. Wait, there's the dancers off right here. I always love that. Um, so this is... I put this on because... Oh, wait, well, this, the chorus is coming up. Two, three, four. It's so 80s. It's, I mean, music at this time was, there was just, there was, couldn't have been less to it. And yeah, just no substance. It's, it's not bad, but it's like, even if I tried, I won't remember this. Yeah. Five minutes after That's you, like after that early played. 80s. It's that early 80s. We've gone through disco. We've yeah. gone through punk. We're going to just kind of, but also the under, like, like REM is happening and Husker yeah. Du is happening and like it's the it's also the complete opposite is happening oh yeah the beginning of like alternative rock yeah exactly. had to had to be born in the incubator of oh yeah this if there was middle no, of the road if there was no this there yeah. would be no that that's right yeah so this uh, this song is on a um, old 80s CD that I have just this yeah. random, not one that I put together. It was like a, a totally 80s CD. Sure. And it has all these random songs on it. And I played it this summer for my daughter. Mm-hmm. And she fucking loves this song for some reason. <laughs> which is weird. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's I'd even say it's good. It's a good 80s song. Like, she can sing and she's talented. Yeah. She knows a hook. It's just that... My daughter's 12 and she loves this song. Yeah. And we played this also. Every day I would take her to camp before work. And this was the camp. This was your summer jam 2019? Summer jam 2019. So much so that I was like, we need a break. Yeah. I I can't do it anymore. And she's like, oh, no, no, no. I was like, like, Lily, I I heard this when I was your age. Yeah. Forever. I can't play it again. For me and you, this sounds like so many other songs. Yes. But for her, this is completely new sound. Yeah, this is a new sound. For yeah, her. this yeah. is absolutely innovative. Yeah, she's and never groundbreaking. Heard it. Yeah, this isn't Cardi B, <laughs> who she also enjoys. It's got a huge hook. It's a that that chorus is a huge hook. I don't like the verses. I love this chorus. My problem is, and it's not my problem with the song. I I know I'm going to forget it as soon yeah. as it's over, but I don't want to. Like I'm sad because I'm like. <laughs> Oh, I kind of wish I could hold on to this, but it's going to slip well, through I mean, my fingers like sand. There's an easy solution. Listen to it again. Listen to it again. It's going to be right here, Paul. Yeah, I know. It's never going to go away. That's the great thing about music, Kurt. <laughs> it's recorded music. That's right. It's never going away. This part's a little hokey because she does a little talk stuff. <laughs> <laughs> she sells it, though. Love the sparkly vest. Yes. Yeah, sparkly vest. The dancers, the Slago dancers doing just real cheesy jazz <laughs> dancing. In the dark, which I gave them credit for. They're basically in the dark dance. I can listen to this again as many times as I want to. I will be missing something essential to this song because I won't have to rewind the tape to listen yeah, to it yes. again. Yeah. No, I, should, I should have to do that. You should have to put a little work into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, it requires the this, work. This is cassette music. Oh my God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is cassette music. Yeah. yeah. 100%. That was fun. Is she still alive? Yeah, she's okay. still alive. She does. She still records. You know, I think she does like jazz stuff and torch songs and cool, stuff. Cool. Like she's done stuff. Like I think she released an album in, like 2017 and stuff. I'll bet she's great. 
I, yeah, like I'll bet those... she's real cool and down to earth. Yes. that's what I think. I, I would agree. Like. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, okay, we have one thing left. Yes, this is a little different. Uh-huh. Uh Do you know what this is? I know where you're going with it, just because I've heard what happened. Yeah, this is. I'm going to do a bit of an obituary. Yeah, I, I figured you were going to do something like this eventually. Yeah, I I mean a lot of uh, a lot of artists have died in the few years we've been doing this show. Yep. We don't necessarily comment on it or mm-hmm. eulogize them, but this one hit me. This one hit me. Because, I figured it did. Yeah, this is uh, um, Kim Shattuck of the of the Muffs died last week mm-hmm. as we record this. And this is one of those great '90s bands. That never got their due. I think most people, if they know them at all, know them because they did that great cover of Kids in America for the Clueless soundtrack. That's literally the only thing I know them. Yeah, but they had a couple of other uh, songs of their own. And she just had this great, like, they're they're not really punk. They're pretty poppy. They're an Mm -hmm. alternative band. But she just had this great, growly, sort of screamy voice. Mm -hmm. But she used it to sing sort of poppy hooks. Yeah. And she's also cute as a button. So you just, when you see her, you don't expect this voice to come out of her. Mm-hmm. Is this, she just has this aggressive voice. Uh, but the music is poppy as hell. And I love the Muffs. They're one of my favorite bands of the 90s. I didn't even know she was sick. She died of Lou Gehrig's disease. Yeah. And uh, I just, I found out because it was trending on Twitter. That's yeah. how you find out about celebrity deaths these days. Yeah. And I saw Kim Shattuck, R.I.P. or something like that. And it just took, it just really shocked me. And I was very sad. Uh, so I wanted to put a Muffs video at the end of our grab yeah, bag. that makes sense. So this is the video for Sad Tomorrow. Oh, appropriate. From uh, 1995. And this is a very 90s sound. All right. And a very 90s look. And R.I.P. Kim Shattuck, one of my favorites. And it's just they shot it in a pawn shop. That's the set for the video. This is so 90s. Oh, God, it's so 90s. Did you know them before the Kids in America song? No, because I... No, no. Too young, yeah. yeah. I sort of found their other stuff later. Okay. But this was a single. This is an MTV video. This actually sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. It wasn't a huge hit, but it was on the radio. It was in that 90s mix of, like, kind of grunge pop rock. It was was in the buzz bin. Yes, the buzz bin. I mean, yeah, she's very 90s here. She's adorable. Yeah. With the hair and the lipstick and the dress. That guy is very 90s. Yeah, like, I, I don't think I've ever seen this video, and I vaguely know this song, but it, yeah. it, it's one of those brings me back to a time. Yeah, it's got that sound. sound, yeah. Yeah. Were they still, do you know if they were still recording? Were they up They have a new album coming out, like, this oh, week. Oh, shit! Yeah, they just finished recording an album. Oh. So, I think that they were, they broke up for a while, they put out a new album... Maybe five years ago, that was their first album in like 15 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the new album comes out next week or something like that. Oh, so wow. They just finished the new one. That's crazy. But she had, you know, she had a, a diagnosed disease, so she must have known. Like, yeah. That she was, she was she, living that with she was dying, so, Yeah, but she like produced the album. And, yeah. Wow. I love her voice. I know it's not your kind of thing, but... 
Yes. Oh, it's not my kind of thing, but it just makes I like yeah. it just for because of the nostalgia of like, oh my god, I know this sound so well. She also played with the Pixies for like one year, a few oh, years wow. ago, when uh, Kim Deal quit. I mean, I just I know so many at the time who were girls or women. Yeah. Now, but like just the that being young and that vibe. And that aesthetic is still my like. I still have a crush on her and every girl yeah. with that sort of style. I can see know? that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so R.I.P. Kim Shattuck. Yeah, good way to end. I really loved her band. I thought she was great, and I'm sad she's gone. Yeah. Uh, but that's it. That's another grab bag in the books, man. Another ten episodes. I did We've it. Done Seventy of these things. That's amazing. Oh, you know, we'll hit a hundred. Oh yeah. Then a thousand. A thousand. We're easy. Gonna, we're never gonna stop making no, this show until the day we we're gonna be like Mel Brooks and Carl Reiner. <laughs> we're in our nineties, uh, so getting together every week. I pray God. That's it for this episode of Music Raygun. Music Raygun is produced and hosted by me, Paul Campanelli. Me, Kirk Pinjon. Our Music Raygun theme music is by Bagweed. Our credits music is Raygun by Bad Bad Not Good and Ghostface Killer. To see all of the videos featured in today's episode, check out musicraygun.com. If you like Music Raygun and you know someone else who might like it, please tell them about us because word of mouth is the best way to share the show. Until next time, see ya! See ya!